What's this podcast from? The Devil in the Detail. I'm Rob Parkson. And I'm here talking all things Salford Red Devils. Lots to go at on this pop-up podcast this week. We're going to start with the ladies. Their first Super League victory of the season was on Sunday. They beat Casford Tigers away from home, 20 points to eight. I spoke to head coach Chris Bates about the victory. And this is what he had to say. <laughs> Coach's corner. All right, Chris, congratulations on your first Super League win in the season. How did you feel? Yeah, thank you very much. Absolutely delighted to kind of get that first monkey off our back in terms of kind of getting into Super League and playing a, a, a competition game. I know we've played Super League quality opposition in terms of the friendlies we've had, but always a little bit different when you're you know, playing for competition points. And then secondly, nice to get that kind of second monkey off our back in terms of getting that win. It was gritty and it wasn't pretty and there's a lot for us to improve on. But I've said all along that we're on a journey with this stuff. So it was nice to kind of see the, the work that we've done in pre-season and the, the way that we want to play pay dividends at that level. So that, I think that brings belief all around really. And yeah, and then, and then equally we get back into training and we, we push on for the Challenge Cup. It was a real tough encounter. All your forwards took the fight to Crestford. Some new faces in that pack and some playing in new positions from last season really helped create a platform to attack from. Yeah, it, it really was. Yeah, you know, they came out us strong and, and, you know, our middles got through a lot of work and not helped with the loss of Helena, which means that we then end up moving Summer to second row and that means that the, the kind of remaining middles on that bench then have to do a bit more work and... I just, I'm really pleased with where they're at. They're, they're running really nice shape together. They're working for each other. They're winning collisions and, and understanding the importance of that, which is kind of really important, means that you're, you're prepared to fight for that extra effort if you understand what it what it does to our kind of to the other team's tempo and our defensive line. And, and there's just a, just a few plays in there. You know, Serena has a real presence about her and he's playing well. Meg's work rate's unbelievable. Brogan we brought into that 13 role and made 41 tackles and I think 19 carries on on Sunday. So it's a phenomenal effort. And, and really kind of put us in good stead. Lucy McKeel made history scoring Salford's first Super League try, which was great. And she was a threat throughout. Unfortunately, didn't register a goal kick. Would have made the score a bit more comfortable for your ladies if she did. Yeah, delighted for Luce. A really well-deserved accolade. And, and ultimately, no, no, other, no other player will ever score the first ever women's Super League kind of try for Salford. So, so we were all on that sideline, all delighted for her when it was her that kind of dusted that down and um, and then we back her to step up and kick those goals Lucy's in an, an unenviable position really so plays at full back for us and, and our structures mean that she's put into into pressure situations and we expect her to make kind of quick decisions and then execute on the back of those decisions and, and we back her to do that the same as we back her to, to kick goals so proud of her for stepping up ultimately it's a it's a it's a kind of pressured situation there's all eyes on you isn't there and she's a phenomenal goal kicker so she'll show that I've got absolutely every faith in her Attacking-wise, we look dangerous. Both Louise Fellenham and Sam Emmons created and asking questions of the cast defence. On a regular occasion, your strike out wide also caused the Tigers problems. I thought we spread OK. Louise and Sam are, are, are working really hard, as is Demi, to make sure that we play at the line and that we you know, we, we really get those kind of finer details that I think I've talked about on this before. Spot on. And, and I thought we did OK. A couple of forward passes in there, a couple of balls that went to ground that, that are ultimately kind of balls that we'll just improve on they were the right decisions just not not perhaps not all that well executed but we still scored points on that edge so i think that tells you plenty about where we're at you know the fact that that, that i think we can step up and i think we can kind of execute a little bit a little bit more clinically and yet you know we scored five points out of five tries sorry and we've just come away with two competition points so yeah pleased with pleased with how we attacked all in all Cass rallied towards the end and asked lots of questions of your defense you must be pleased that your ladies showed lots of heart to keep them to two tries 
Yeah, they did. They did. They were gritty casts, no two ways about it. But I suppose that's what you expect at this level. So they, they never went away um, and they looked dangerous. I think we scrambled really well and I think we showed plenty of heart and plenty of courage to kind of get, get bodies in front at times when we really needed to. At one point, they set a, um, we, we kind of set a scrum on, on, on our own 20, the head and feed. Kind of on the left-hand side of the field, they split to a right edge and Brogan tracked all the way across the field, supported by Meg to keep them out in that corner on that play. So, so plenty of heart. I think I'm just going to ask us to be a little bit smarter in some of our defensive structures, and we perhaps didn't execute those quite as well, certainly with our edge D as, as well as we had done in, in the friendlies. So, one that well, we've got a session planned around topping up on that tonight. So, one that we'll look to improve on before we play Sunday. Featherstone Rovers in the next uh, game, a Challenge Cup. It's at home on the community pitch on Sunday. Hopefully, an exciting game and a big crowd too to cheer on the ladies. Uh, that's the one. Another week, another first for Salford's women. So into the Challenge Cup we go, and, and we're all really excited and to, to kind of get going. And just like we're, we've talked about Super League, and I think we've proven that now. We're not here to make up the numbers and say, you know, wasn't it lovely that we played in Super League that once? It, exactly the same applies to the Challenge Cup. We're here to. To disrupt and show ourselves well and, and hopefully really have a good crack at it and, and a strong home showing will, will will only help us with that so yeah looking forward to hopefully seeing plenty of fans down there and and then we'll we'll go and kind of support the men straight after that was chris bates talking about the victory for the ladies against castle tigers last week and now we've got white size world of rugby league for all your rugby league news around the world Right, here is this week's Devil in the Detail Amateur Report and World of Rugby League. We'll start off this week with the youth leagues, I think. We've got quite a bit to get through in the Northwest uh, under 18s, under 16s, under 15s, 14s, 13s, you name it. We've got them all here for you. So we'll start off with the results from the weekend just gone in the under 18s Premier Division. Halton Farmworth 22, Waterhead Warriors 6. In Division 1, Rochdale Mayfield beat Leeds by 44 points to 16. In the under-16s, Division 1, Waffrow Hornets 8, Folly Lane 14. In the under-15s, Division 2, Folly Lane 20, Bank Keebles 6. Oldham St. Anne's 48, Charlie Panthers 16. In Division 3 of the under-15s, it was Saddleworth Rangers 22, Culture Eagles 4. Moving on to the under-14s, Division 2, Oldham St. Anne's Golds 42, Charlie Panthers 14. In Division 3, it was Hindley 14, Salford City Roosters 10. In Division 4... Accrington Wildcats 64, Langwith Reds 2. Uh, moving on to under 13s, Division 2, Saddleworth Rangers 34, Rochdale Mayfield 28. And that's about it, I think. We've got, yep, that's it. That's all the results for you. There's that many to get through. We've got the uh, the fixtures now. On Sunday, the 23rd of April, it's the Cup action this weekend. The under 18s, Lancashire Cup. It's Crossfields against Rochdale Mayfield. Hindley against Waterhead Warriors. Salford City Roosters face Clock face Miners. And in the Northwest Youth Cup, under 60s, Langworthy Reds are at home to Ryland Sharks. Saddleworth play at Culture Eagles. In the under 15s, Lancashire Cup, Lee Minor Rangers are at home to Folly Lane. Shevington Sharks face Rochdale Mayfield. In the Northwest Counties Shield, it's Oldham St. Anne's against Bank Key Bulls. Saddleworth Rangers against Waterhead Warriors. In the under 14s, Lancashire Cup, Blackbrook Royals at home to Folly Lane. Lee Minor Rangers face Saddleworth Rangers and Oldham St. Anne's. Blacks at home to Waterhead Warriors. Oldham St. Anne's Golds at home to Wigan St. Jude's Maroons. In the Northwest Counties Shield, under 14s, Haysham Atoms face Salford City Roosters. Pilkington Rex are at home to Rochdale Mayfield. In Division 4 of the under 14s, 
It's Wigan St. Pat's against Langworthy Reds. The under-13s, Lancashire Cup, Goldbone Park, Side Greens, at home to Rochdale Mayfield in the under-13s. And it's Saddleworth Rangers against Salford City Roosters. Also in the under-13s, North West County Shield. It's Hindley against Waterhead Warriors and Oldham St. Anne's face Portico Vine. We'll turn our attention now to the Northwest Men's League. Um, the results from the weekend just gone Saturday, the 15th of April. In Division 1, Caddy Zed Rhinos 18, Wigan Springview 36, Folly Lane 22, Salford City Roosters 28. Division 2, Burtonwood Bridge 50, Rochdale Mayfield A6. Division 3, Higginshaw 38, Garswood Stags 26, Crossfields A0, Waterhead Warriors A24. In the Alliance Division, Lee East A24. Oldham St. Anne's A30. Your fixtures for this Saturday. Division 1, Salford City Roosters are at home to Ulverston. Thato Heath Crusaders A face Folly Lane. Wigan City Cuthbert's are at home to Caddy's Ed Rhinos. In Division 2, Walney Central face Rochdale Mayfield A. Division 3, Blackpool Scorpions are at home to Higginshaw. Rochdale Hornets are at home to Clockface Miners. Sorry, Clockface Chargers A. Crossfields A face Langworthy Reds. And in the Alliance Division, uh, there's just one fixture there, and that is Oldham St. Anne's A against Wigan St. Jude's A. We're moving across to French rugby results from the weekend. It was Albi 24, Lesignon 14, Avignon 24, St. Gaudens 28, Lemieux 62, Toulouse 14, Pierre 22, St. Estier 37, and Villeneuve 0. Carcassonne 42. There's one fixture this weekend on Saturday, the 22nd of April. It's the Coupe de France Lord Derby final, and that's between Albi and Carcassonne at 5 o'clock, and that will be played at the Stade Gilbert Brutus in Perpignan. So Carcassonne lead the way in Elite 1. They're top of the table, three points clear of Lemieux and uh, five points clear of Lesignon. Well, before we check out what's happening in Australia, we'll look at the National Conference scoreboard from the weekend. These games were played on Saturday the 15th of April. Rochdale Mayfield back to winning ways. They beat Kells by 40 points to 12. So Mayfield up at the table now. They're up to fourth place. Three wins from their opening four matches. They've made a real solid start to, uh, to the season in the Premier Division. In Division 2... We're looking for, uh, it was Saddleworth Rangers 18, Dewsby Celtic 24. Waterhead Warriors and Shawcross Sharks was postponed due to a waterlogged pitch. In Division 3, Oldham St. Anne's 44, Ellenborough Rangers 18. Fixtures for this weekend, Rochdale Mayfield at home to Hull Dockers in the Premier Division. In Division 2, Saddleworth Rangers at home to Wollstone Rovers. Waterhead Warriors are away to Mighton and Oldham St. Anne's are back at home. They face Beverly. Oldham St. Anne's top of the table, Division 3. They've uh, won four from five. Waterhead Warriors are four from four. They're top of Division 2. Well, let's have a look at how the reserves went on last week in the Reserve League. It was Leeds Rhinos 38, Hull FC 18, Bradford Bulls 14, St. Helens 30, Huddersfield Giants 30, Newcastle Thunder 18, Wigan Warriors won away from home 74-10 at Warrington, Castleford Tigers 12, Hull KR 40, and Salford Red Devils had a good win. They won by 60 points to 24 against London Broncos. Andrew Dixon, Ellis Longstaff, Ben Hilliwell, they all played in that, so it's good to see, you know, the... Uh, the, the first team players playing in the reserve league and helping the the young lads through as well. So uh, a good result there for Salford in uh, in that. We've got a bit of amateur news for you as well. Student rugby league. The fixture has been confirmed for the 2023 Student Four Nations tournament, which will be played in Wales in July. All games will be staged at Siders Road, Pontypridd, the venue when Wales last hosted the event in 2018. 
On Sunday, July the 9th, England plays Ireland at 1.30, Scotland against Wales at 5 o'clock. On Wednesday, the 12th of July, England plays Scotland at 3.30 and Ireland play Wales at 7. And then on Saturday, the 15th of July, it concludes Ireland against Scotland and England against Wales. So we'll keep you in touch with that tournament. Sounds great, that down in uh, Pontypridd. Well, before we nip to Australia, we'll just have a look at the Ladies Rugby League. The uh, the Super League Group 2 got underway at the weekend, but I'll give you the scores. Huddersfield Giants nil, Leeds Rhinos 80. I'm pretty sure the week before, Huddersfield beat Leeds, if I remember rightly, watching that on the television. But that's a massive win for Leeds, winning there at Huddersfield 80 points to nil. York, Valaraki, they uh, continue their good start. They're two from two. They beat St. Helens by 26 points to six. Bradford Bulls 12, Lee Leopards 12, and Castleford Tigers 8, Salford Red Devils 20. Great win for the Salford ladies. And Featherstone Rovers 30 Barrow Raiders 6. So the fixtures for this weekend is Challenge Cup. These are group games. So uh, in the Betfred Women's Challenge Cup, Group 4, London Broncos face St. Helens. That's on Saturday, the 22nd of April at 2 o'clock. The rest of the games are played Sunday. Group 1, it's Cardiff Demons against Wigan Warriors at 2 o'clock. Salford Red Devils against Featherstone Rovers. I've got 1 o'clock here, but I think it kicks off earlier than that. We'll, we'll tell you about that on the podcast because the, uh, the, uh, the first team game has been moved to quarter past 2. So Salford Red Devils against Featherstone Rovers. I think that's a 12 o'clock kick up. I'll get Rob to confirm it for you. Uh, Lee Rhinos play Bradford Bulls that's in group 2 at 1 o'clock Alton Redettes against Huddersfield Giants at 2 o'clock and in group 3 Barrow Raiders against York Valaraki Hull KR against Lee Leopards they're both 2 o'clock and Casford Tigers play Warrington Wolves in group 4 that is also a 2 o'clock kickoff. well let's head over to round 7 in the NRL Premiership 12,000 miles or so away from, from where we're, we are currently at the moment probably a bit warmer as well mind you it's their sort of winter time I think now isn't it in Australia so it's probably going a bit colder over there but uh, yeah these are the fixtures and results round 7 the Dolphins were beaten again their little slump continues they were beaten home to South Sydney Rabbitohs by 36 points to 14 Cronulla Sharks 22 Sydney Roosters 12 Manly big win for them they beat Melbourne Storm by 18 points to 8 New Zealand Warriors 22 North Queensland Cowboys 14 Newcastle Knights 15 Penrith Panthers 16 another cracking game there massive effort from uh, from the Newcastle Knights up Penrith Panthers just coming up with a the result there Canberra Raiders 20 St George Illawarra Dragons 14 Parramatta Eels 30 Canterbury Bulldogs 4 and Gold Coast Titans 26 Brisbane Broncos 43 the fixtures for round 8 it gets underway on Sky Telly at 10.50 on Thursday South Sydney Rabbitohs against Penrith Panthers on Friday there's a game that's not televised between Parramatta and Brisbane Broncos there's two Sky games on Saturday Canterbury Bulldogs against Cronulla Sharks half past 8 and half past 10 it's North Queensland Cowboys against Newcastle Knights on Sunday the Dolphins face Gold Coast Titans at 5 o'clock West Tigers face Manly Seagulls at 5 past 7 and there are two games next Tuesday it's Anzac Day in Australia next Tuesday the 25th of April it's uh, Sydney Roosters against St George at 5 past 7 in the morning and Melbourne Storm face New Zealand Warriors at 10 o'clock so the top of the table at the moment Brisbane Broncos are 6 wins from 7 Penrith Panthers are 4 wins from 6 and New Zealand Warriors are 5 wins from 7 so it's Brisbane top with 12 points Penrith are 2nd with 10 then it's New Zealand Warriors with 10 and Manly Seals are ninth. Uh, sorry, 9 points in 4th place West Tigers are still yet to get a win they got 2 points from a bye but they're the only winless club in the NRL Premiership at the moment so the top 8 is Brisbane Broncos Penrith New Zealand Warriors Manly Seagulls South Sydney Rabbitohs Cronulla Sharks Melbourne Storm and the Dolphins.
Well, before we conclude this week, we'll just have a look at the domestic scene, what's been happening. In the Super League, it was round nine, Huddersfield 26, Catalan Dragons 14, Hulkingston Rovers 26, St. Helens 14, Leeds Rhinos 34, Hull FC 10, Salford Red Devils 14, Castleford Tigers 6, Wakefield Trinity 0, Lee Leopards 32, and Warrington Wolves 6, Wigan Warriors 13. It was round 9 in the Betfred Championship. Bradford Bulls 16, Batley Bulldogs 21, Halifax Panthers 16, York City Knights. Oh, sorry, York Knights. Keep going on City Knights every week. It's York Knights now 6. Keith Lecougas 6, Toulouse Olympic 34, London Broncos 10, Feathers and Rovers 40, Whitehaven 31, Newcastle Thunder 6, and Widnes Vikings 23, Barrow 14. There was a game on Monday night between Sheffield and Swinton. And I'm pretty certain Sheffield won that by 16 points to 6, I think it was. So another big win for Sheffield Eagles who continue their march up the table. In Betfred League 1, it was round 6. It was Dewsbury 78, Cornwall 10, Doncaster 26, Oldham 22, Hunslet 48, Midlands Hurricanes 6. And Rochdale Hornets, who led 22 points to 8 at half-time against Workington Town, ended up being beaten by 29 points to 28 uh, Mallington field goal for Workington Town in the 80th minute of the game pinching that one for Workington Town so the fixtures for this week St Helens play Warrington on Thursday night on Sky Tele at 8 o'clock that should be a cracking match Casford Tigers against Hulker is the Sky game on Friday night also Lee Centurion Lee Leopards play Leeds Rhinos as well at 8 o'clock there's a Bet Fred Challenge Cup round 5 game on Friday night that's York Knights against Newcastle Thunder on Saturday the 22nd of April Bet Fred Challenge Cup round 5 at 7 o'clock in the evening on the BBC iPlayer it's Halifax Panthers against Bradford Bulls that should be a cracker uh, on Sunday there's three Super League ties these are all 3 o'clock kickoffs. Hull FC against Huddersfield Salford against Catalan and Wigan against Wakefield and the Betfred Challenge Cup Round 5 continues on Sunday with two 3 o'clock matches. Batley Bulldogs against Keith Lacuse. That's on the Sportsman at 3 o'clock, as I said. And London Broncos face Dewsbury Rams. So after that round of Challenge Cup, the Super League Cubs come in the next round with the remaining teams from uh, from Round 5. So that should be uh, should be exciting. We'll tell you all about that next week. So look at the league tables. Warrington Wolves have stayed top of the Super League despite their defeat against Wigan. They've won 8 from 9. They've got 16 points. Wigan are second with 14 points. Then it's Hulkington Rovers with 12. Catalans are in fourth with 12 and Salford in 5th and Leeds Rhinos in 6th place Wakefield stay bottom they've uh, played 9 lost 9 and scored just 47 points in 9 matches you've got to feel sorry for Wakefield I think they've been nil 5 times this season and it's a daunting task for them this weekend as well they're going away to Wigan Warriors on Sunday afternoon I think the bookies are going to give them a 30-odd point start in that game as well so you fear another hide in there for uh, Wakefield hopefully they can uh, they can uh, rally the troops and, and give Wigan a good game. The Betfred Championship. Featherston Rovers stay top there. Nine from nine. 18 points. Toulouse a second with 14 points. And Sheffield Eagles with uh, with 12 points. Widnes Vikings with 12 points. Bradford Bulls and Halifax Panthers both have 10. In the bottom two is Barrow Raiders and Newcastle Thunder. The Betfred League one. Dewsbury Rams are six from six. They stay top. Then it's Doncaster a five from five. They're second. Then Workington Town. Oldham Hunslet and Midlands Hurricanes. London Scholars and North Wales Crusaders are still both without a win that's all I've got for this week it's been a long one this this week there's plenty to get through take care have a good week I shall see you on Sunday for Salford against Catalan Dragons so that was Whitesides World Rugby League Salford Devils face Catalan Dragons this Sunday on St George's Day at the Salford City Stadium I spoke to assistant coach Kurt Haggerty uh, in the pre-match press conference and this is what we have to say <laughs> Coach's corner. Right, Kurt, you okay? 
Hi, Robbie, okay? Yeah, good. Uh, most pleasing aspects of the win against Castleford? Uh, playing ugly, but still winning. I think that's something that has never been tied to us, so that's showing signs of improvement for Salford. You know, we wasn't at our best offensively, we've not been at our best all year, but still scoring points, still keeping points low. Our um, defensive side of the game is improving every week. So, yeah, playing ugly but winning is a really good sign. Is that something you, you talked about sort of pre-season to bring that in uh, to the squad's mentality? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, because, you know, the way we play, we, we pass more than any other team in the competition. So, we've got a complete high. And because of the way we play, we've you know, it's a tricky way to play, as some would say, but the way we practice back our skill with our offence, you know, if that takes care of it, our deal takes care of ourselves. So, it's something, something we highlighted to keep points down. And of course, we'll outscore teams too, so we can keep them low, we'll win games. Yeah, uh, the international break's coming up. Has it come at a good time uh, for us? And what's the plan? Is it to get away and forget, forget about rugby league for a week? I would say so. I wouldn't say forget about it a little bit. I think me, Paul and Kristen and will probably sit down and just have a little look at a review of the first 10 games, see where we can improve things that we've done well. So we'll probably sit down as a staff, have a look where we're at. But yeah, I would say it's come at a good time for us. You know, we're really excited for the Catalan game, but then we're also excited to give them a little bit of time off and see what we can do back end of last year. Hopefully, it looks a little bit like last year. Yeah, obviously, talking about them first 10 games, what area would you think you need to look to improve in? Uh, I'd still like us to play a little bit more football than what we're playing at the moment. You know, if we, if we keep teams below that 16-point mark, we're, we're never close, far off winning games. So, that would be the two big things for us. Yeah, obviously, from what you've seen so far, are you still confident we can make a, a playoff spot? Yeah, absolutely. Good, good. IMG vote this week. Exciting time for the club with everything going on behind the scenes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, you, you can hear the boys talking about it, US staff talking about it. We're all asking questions and trying to learn more about it, you know. But as far as the staff and the coaching staff in particular, we're just so focused on getting in, getting teams sorted, getting previews ready and getting the boys prepped. We just do as we're told, tick the boxes that we need to tick and go from there. Yeah, Catalan this week, big, powerful team. What gives us the edge on them? Oh, well, it's two very good teams going at each other. You know, if, if we can go set for set with Catalan and, and hold them out, hopefully our offense will, will take care of it by going toe-to-toe with them. So, they're a very good team. We certainly won't underestimate them, but if we take them to the deep end of the game, I'm sure we can we can look to get the win. Yeah, final one for me. Sunday will be a big day uh, for the club. Hopefully a big crowd. St. George's Day 2. Hopefully, like him, we can slay a dragon on Sunday. <laughs> they're your words, not mine. <laughs> Brilliant, thanks. Cheers, thank you. So that was Kurt Haggerty talking to me ahead of the big clash against Catalan Dragons on Sunday. Don't forget the kickoff times for both the men and the ladies' games have changed. The ladies kick off their Challenge Cup game against Featherstone Rovers on Sunday on the community field at the Salford City Stadium at midday. And then Paul Rowley's men take on Catalan Dragons in the Salford City Stadium at 2.15. So big thanks for tuning tune in to this pop-up podcast, Ibro Park. You can find us on Facebook, Devil the Detail, SRD. Fans on Twitter, at the ITD SRD. And fans on SoundCloud, iTunes, Radio Contact, Spotify, and YouTube. Good luck, Reds. See you soon.